0: hello and welcome to talking baseball the dodgers go out and get another player the giants and mariners make a trade and the mets pick up some dudes let's do it Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us today. It's brought to you by SeatGeek, where you can use code Talking. My name is Jimmy, I'm sitting here next to Jake. We got Trev from California and producer BBD behind the dish, back from vacation. Uh, how was your vacation,
1: Biebs? Uh Vacation was good. Checked out a lot of European cities I haven't uh, been to before, and, and probably not again, just realistically. Nice. But, but I liked it.
2: Good stuff. Trev, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm excited to talk ball with the boys. Beavers, not exactly like a uh, ringing endorsement for your European cities. I I loved Prague
1: and Budapest. Vienna, blah. So in, in the right situation, I'd go back to the other two, though.
2: All right. How'd you end? Um, I, I don't want to get into this too much. We'll High talk school afterwards. friends, they
1: organized a trip and they're like, oh, you want to come too? I was like, cool. I don't have to organize anything. Awesome. Okay.
3: Fair. Fair enough.
1: That's the, the short version.
3: Jake, you look great. How are you doing? Trev, James, Davis, Budapest. Uh, we'll finish with some Emmys uh, award show stuff. So uh, excited for that. Was that the one that was last night or no? No idea. Golden Globes? Uh, um, yes. Golden Globes. Hot in the streets. Uh, some trades uh, and more action kind of teams avoiding the big free agents, but I don't know. Where there's uh, where there's smoke, there's fire. We're starting to get close. Trev's got his Robbie Ray's jersey on. He was traded. Uh, so I'm excited to dive in with the fellas. It's January. I almost told Beebs to open the show with the TPP music just to get you boys fired up mm. a little bit, but I thought we'd have enough juice on this beautiful January 8th. We got a tiny bit of juice here. A little bit of I juice. I gotta be honest. Uh what's
0: up with the what's up with the market? Mm. Can we get some fucking trades and signings and shit? We're getting deep. Like if we get what's the date?
1: Today's January eighth. Okay.
0: Once we get to the January and double digits, you're basically a month away from spring That's training. So. Two days. Two days. <laughs> Two days. Yeah. And like uh, next week. We're basically two weeks away from spring training, <laughs> because the, cause all the dudes report early now. Fucking the
1: you know. the top like four free agents are all Boris guys, and he's willing to wait. So the team's got to step up. That stinks.
0: Anyway, we did get some moves. We got a uh, another Dodgers move. Mm. The Dodgers went out and got their guy. I don't know if you saw these quotes, Trev, but yesterday, I believe it was yesterday, the night before, Friedman came out. Um, Friedman, yeah, yep. came out and he had the quotes and he was like, "Uh, oh, you know, we're, right now our next uh, agenda item is to add a righty outfielder who crushes lefties and can hold his own against righties." And some people joked like, "Yeah, everyone likes that guy. Hey, that's a good, a good hitter." And then the other baseball reporters were like, "So Teoscar." you look at all the people that are it was like well randy via trade matches that or free agency just tasker okay so the dodgers are trying to get to and then like less than 12 hours later it gets reported so when he said that he had to know exactly which is just the dodgers having so much fun it's kind of like leaking his own moves
2: yeah i mean there's a combination of things that make the dodgers uh able to do this i mean i think Obviously, they have the TV deal and they have the money, so they have the resources to go out and, and enter free agency for pretty much anyone, as they've shown this year, spending over a billion dollars in one single offseason. But now it's to the point where we they have such a good team on paper that guys are drawn to it. Hey, I, I'll, I'll do a one-year deal. I'll be surrounded. A bunch of guys will be on base in front of me. This is what Teoscar's thinking. A bunch of guys are going to be on base. My counting stats are going to go up because of that. Uh, and I got a chance to win a World Series and play with Otani and and be in LA. Like it's just there's a lot of things going on uh, with the Dodgers organization right now. Not only are they considered one of the you know the best for people to go play for, but now they have the roster to back it up and they have the ability to spend. I mean, there's there's so many reasons why this uh, made sense. And and then we get the the deferment, the deferral part of this. Uh, eight and a half million of the 23 and a half will be deferred. And it's funny because, you know, we talked about Otani and, and what, and that crazy contract. And at the time, and Beebs, can you fact check this for me? I, I, I want to make sure it's actually from his account. I believe Justin Turner tweeted out, whoever buys the team next is going to be paying all this money. And, Is that what they're doing? Do you think that's for sure what they're doing? Deferring all this money, I know it helps in the moment as well with the AAV and what they have to pay against the CBT, but do you think that's their plan, to blow it out for eight years and then just say, hey, we're out? That's what I said on the initial reaction with you and Rosie,
0: but you guys shot it down. But I was like... Well,
2: I I mean, it's different coming from us. I never played for the Dodgers organization. I don't think you guys ever played for the Dodgers organization, but, like, Turner, like... He's, he's Dodger royalty, it and could, for him to come out and it, say this is pretty nuts. He, he, he it could
0: tweeted. just be, like, you know, just fucking around, too.
2: Yeah.
1: Good joke. Yeah, he tweeted, next ownership group will figure it out, and the, like, big eyes emoji. Uh, not the eyeballs, but, like, face making big eyes mm. uh, on December 11th. He was in Nashville when he tweeted it. Oh. It says from Nashville. Man, the, was that
3: winter meetings? The eye emojis. The, that wasn't winter meetings. Song, eye emojis that? changes that situation a little bit, uh, and being in Nashville, you know, maybe JT was. <laughs> <laughs> should I fire off this tweet? Uh, you love it. You love it. I I don't know about selling the team. I I I'm not sure if that's going to be a thing. We'll cover it in eight years if we do. The only thing I would know with that is isn't isn't uh, Yoshinobu's opt out like he can opt out if they sell the team or whatever. So. Uh, Maybe that part doesn't matter. Either way, Teoscar, uh, I've always loved Teoscar Hernandez because he's a threat constantly, uh, whether he's having a good time or a bad time. He can be streaky. He had two months last year where he had a 900-plus OPS. The other months he kind of struggled. He also had great road numbers last year, and we've seen players go to Seattle for a year, not known as a hitter's haven, and struggle a little bit. So uh, what's going on there is Teoscar – where his numbers were a little down last year. He's willing to take a chance on himself, hitting 7th or 8th in the Dodgers lineup. My goodness. Um, And he gets paid more than people expected per year because he only took the one-year deal. So uh, he's going to try to do a little get right with the Dodgers. uh, And then, you know, uh, Fangraph's had him getting about a three-year for 15 mil per year, uh, and he ends up getting, you know, $24.5 million for this one year of baseball So betting on himself a little bit uh, I also think this is the Dodgers Hey you, you're deferring all this money For uh, everyone Then let's pay Teoscar A little bit this year We'll defer a little bit Just for funsies Because that's where we're at But uh, yeah I, I mean they, they boost their lineup And he's, he's a guy that I don't mind Batting five hole on a good team Never mind seven, eight, nine So I, you have to love it If you're a Dodgers fan
0: if you're a Mariners fan, could have just given him the qualifying offer, you would have a draft pick.
2: What was the calling, qualifying offer money this year, though? It was
0: similar, but he wasn't going to take it. I mean, his, 20, yeah. his
1: agent... Less than what he got. His agent,
0: um, Rafa, who uh, is active on social media, which is fun to see the thoughts of an agent. He, he was tweeting out, like, early October, the splits of, like, how... How good his numbers are on the road and how bad they were at T Mobile Park. I mean, he, he had, a, he had a, a 486 slugging on the road and 380 at T Mobile, 295 batting average on the road and 217. So, yeah, Mariners kind of cost themselves a, a draft pick there. And Teoscar gets to have some fun. He also tweeted out that uh, MLB outfielders with 25 homers in each of their last four full seasons Teoscar, Judge, Soto, Schwarber.
2: I love those butter knife stats. Those love are the
0: them. best. Yep.
2: Hey, get your, get
0: your agent some money.
2: He also um, tweeted out
0: that uh, it's January 3rd. Only MLB position players besides Otani who have signed for more than two years. Uh, Candelario and Gurriel who had to go back to his team. So something's going on. I mean, Kiermaier came out and said that he was like got way less offers than he did last year. Slight Mitch Garver loophole. Gialito. Well, maybe that was after this. I don't know. Gialito. Giolito was like not a lot of people were coming. I don't know. We're getting like all the all the hush hush is similar to 2018 where it's like no one wants players right now. Kind of crazy, but good for the Dodgers because inter- they do and they're getting all of them.
2: Yeah, I'm interested to see uh, you know kind of how it all shakes down in LA. I believe he's going to be there, starting everyday left fielder. You got Outman in center field, and then you got some sort of mixture of Margot and uh, Jason Hayward in right field. I'm still like, like I can't wrap my head around Mookie Betts playing second base every single day, but that's where we're at. Um, this Dodgers lineup is a menace. So there's something about Seattle, and I, I don't think it's for every hitter, obviously, but when you go there, it just it feels cavernous especially as a right-handed hitter, you get up there, and I know they've had some really good pitching too, and that might affect kind of the way I see it. Um, it just it's, it's a little cold there. The ball doesn't necessarily fly great there. I think left-handed hitters have it a little bit better in Seattle. I could see how that could, especially if you come from Toronto and then you go to Seattle, I could see how that could weigh on you uh, mentally when you step up to the park there, and you're just not – you don't feel as strong – as you do standing in Toronto's batter's box, you get up there and you're like, dang, I got to really pump one to get it out of here. Uh, and that's you know not the case in every single park. So I, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of that logic. Like, hey, like sometimes you just don't see the ball well somewhere. Like, let's get the heck out of there. Willie Adamas, another great example of that, going from uh, Tampa to uh, Milwaukee. Um, Dalton has a great note on our sheet. He's play, Oscar has played in 29 parks. The only one he hasn't played in is course. And in a small sample size at Dodger Stadium, he's 0 for 7.
0: Oh. No hits. Mm. I wonder who is pitching. I see that ending. The Dodgers have so many lefties. You know, for uh, a sport, uh, baseball, you see predominantly, like, righty starting pitchers. They have uh, six lefties, and they're starting nine now on those days. That's crazy.
3: And they'll sub out three of them when there's a lefty on the bump. Yep. Yeah, I mean this
2: is the Chris Taylor going into like a super utility role. I think is is perfect for him. Like their bench is looking
3: a lot better. Um, yeah, this is this is good. Yeah, and I I think I said this on here. Miggy Rojas dubbed me a little bit because I was on a, the Dodgers should trade for Corbin Burns and Willie Adams. Um, and for me, it was kind of everything we're saying. Right, the Dodgers are going all in. Um, you know, Gavin Lux coming off of significant injury, Miggy Rowe, uh, if, you know, if you're putting the chips all in, keep going. Uh, and we posted that as a social media clip and Miggy Rowe replied with a, we're all good, uh, with a smiley face. So that's, that, that's Miggy, that's Miggy Rojas translation for go fuck yourself, little guy. Um, so they might just be good there. Cause they're, they're good everywhere. If, if Gavin Lux can't handle them, an everyday
2: shortstop role and, and maybe the offense isn't there or maybe the defense isn't there. Like you have Miggy Rowe that you can just plug in there. He's going Platoon to be him. a good defensive shortstop. They have enough offense around. They can do that.
3: That's how, um, that's how you can ob- yeah. keep Gavin Lux to 125 games next year. Coming off that injury, you can have Miggy Rowe play like they, they got to figure it out. They still need a little more pitching right now. Uh, Yamamoto Glasnow, Bueller Miller, Sheehan, um, you'd like to think they do something else, but uh, they're, looking else they do, they're looking fine. They're looking good. They're looking good. They're looking pretty good.
0: Looking good I'm trying to find the Dodger pitchers that got Teoscar out, and it is, it is a wild, Griffin Canning. Mm. Okay, shout out Griffin Canning. And that's got to be wrong. He's an Angels. Yeah, right. I clicked. That's the I clicked one up. So here we go. Caleb Ferguson. Yep. Yep. Got him. He's still there. And then we have Walker Bueller. Sure. Walker Bueller. Walker Bueller. on the mound again.
1: Pedro like Baez. Gone. Gone. Not still there.
0: So he stinks at Dodgers uh, Stadium. That's Clayton Kershaw. He's He'll be back. Is that's he not? Is, is this the thing? Is this uh, where, yeah. like, everyone thinks he's going to come back, everything's going to come back, and then, he, like, finally it he's happens? He's coming back.
2: He's coming back. Okay. They're like, 17 to 20 mil, Clayton, that's what you're going to get. Just let us know what you want. Clayton's probably going to take 17 because he's just a phenomenal player.
3: Probably going to take 20 from <laughs> the numbers that are coming out. Wait, you, he <laughs> you threw you T. Threw Oscar 24 and a half? You think he says that? Like, look, guys, we all know I'm coming back,
2: but you got to – up it! I've been I've been undervalued the last three years. Like, let
3: me get that twenty six, twenty seven. They probably would do it. I like them texting just one number back and forth every day. Sometimes they go up, sometimes they go down. Sometimes there's a silly one. <laughs> like he sends like a three hundred seventy five mil with like a tongue out emoji. Ah.
2: <laughs> do you think he does it? Take it in Bitcoin.
0: Kershaw's got to be like totally by the wayside, right? His agent just feels like he's like a just tell me at the end. To his agent? Completely he's like already answer.
2: packing his bag up to go to their spring training site.
3: Yeah. Maybe he's packing. Ah, he's probably not. He's got a good head of lettuce on him. Nutrafol. But the point with Nutrafol is even if you have a good head of lettuce, preventatory is a word I like to use that I think is a word. 80% of men will experience hair thinning in their lifetime. Me, Jim, Trev. BBD might be clear. He's, God, that stuff is growing. Right, right now? That stuff is growing on that head. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement brand with over one million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair. That sounded like that. Black Eyed pea song for a second. Thicker, stronger. Yes, sir. Nutrafol, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter, enter promo code TALKBASE, T-A-L-K-B-A-S-E. Go find out. Nutrafol.com slash men. Base. There's a link in the description. Get ahead of it from behind it. Get ahead of it from behind it. It's not in there. The Giants it's not, and Rays. Just, that's not a slogan.
0: That's not in there. It's not a slogan. We make up slogans here. The Giants and Rays made a trade. Robbie Ray. No. The Giants and... Goddamn Robbie Ray. Giants and Mariners.
3: I've got you there. Yes. Yeah. That was a little brainwashing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Giants and Mariners made a trade. Robbie Ray goes from the Mariners to the Giants, and the Mariners acquire Mitch Hanniger and Anthony... Disco And this trade for a while, I was like, I know it's a salary dump, but does this do anything for either team? I am not casting a decision there. I just need to be told what this does for each
3: team. Jake. I'll go first. Thank you. Uh, If you are the San Francisco Giants, you got Robbie Ray, uh, who won a Cy Young. We've been through the strikeout numbers before and how they're, you know, kind of, Kind of comically good. Um, he gets hurt, TJ. I I had a laugh, and this isn't a. I was just laughing at what baseball and sports are. Robbie Ray signs for five years to the Seattle Mariners, and you're like, damn, like this is a guy. You know, Robbie Ray puts together a good four or five years. We, you know, are we retiring numbers and then injury trade? You're a giant. Uh, So he's supposed to come back middle of this year. I think they owe him, what is it, 73, million, $83 million. So for two and a half years of Robbie Ray, that's what the Giants are paying. So for me, this was the Giants saying, hey, for the free agent pitching market, we would rather go get Robbie Ray. We'll get off of Mitch Hanniger's contract as well to kind of neutralize the money a little bit. Mitch has been banged up when he plays well, which he did with Seattle. So they take him back. Um, you know, when he's healthy and out there, he's healthy and out there, but that's kind of been one of his problems. So they do that, and the Mariners also get Anthony Descalfani back, which uh, if you go watch Jolly Olive's video on the 2021 Miracle Giants, uh, you know, Anthony Desc- Descalfani, my paisan, he's thrown some, some innings in this league, uh, some ups and downs. I, I know during that 21 season, I think he tapped more into a slider, Maybe the Mariners think there's something with that going on. So they get some innings for this year. Maybe they get something out of Hanniger. They get off of Robbie Ray. Well, the Giants, I think their risk reward was, hey, let's bring in Robbie Ray. Uh, We believe in our coaching staff, and if we can get two and a half years of Robbie Ray at that price, that might be the better financial decision than taking a risk on some of these free agents. So that's a little Jakey Spice's opinion on it. I think you crushed it. Whoa. Uh, I, yeah. Pretty
0: good. I guess, I guess now my thought process is like, I understand all of that. I just don't like what the Mariners are doing. And, you know, I forgot Robbie Ray was there for so many years. So for the Giants, if, if he returns to form, that's, and they got Webb, they got some pitchers. I like what they have in the future. It's not like a Giants move for this year, obviously. But for the Mariners, this is, um, Said this to you before the show. They're like the Guardians now, but I don't think they um, have the ability to win their division like the Guardians can win their division by doing what they're doing. Like they always, they're making all these trades to get off payroll and get major league players back, but it's kind of like trading this fish for that fish. And I don't know if you're getting better or worse in the mix, but you're you're just doing stuff. Like they get Disco for one year and Hanniger for two. And he's making decent money, like twenty million, and then fifteen million. I don't know if the Giants ate any of that. Probably not. It's like the Robbie Ray. So it's like you, you just got rid of guys who were making that much money, to dump them. Now you got them back, but you got Robbie Ray gone. But, but that in the end, I think I don't know. The Mariners are confusing the hell out of me. <laughs>
2: I think you guys nailed it. I mean, yeah, it is a little bit confusing, but for the Mariners here's here's something that I found that's really interesting. So he had a full no Robbie Ray had a full no trade his first 2 years of the contract. So this year was the first year he could get traded. He got traded. I think the I think Depoto or in the Mariners organization is just like we might have messed this one up. How do we get this money off the books? And there probably wasn't a in my opinion, I mean, I don't know. I don't think there was probably a lot of traction there. So when they saw a deal that they liked and, and were like, "Oh, hey, we could we could see this happening," they they took it. They got that money off the books. I I like Haniger, uh, going back there. They haven't. Um, there wasn't any room for him in San Francisco because you got Yaz Conforto, uh, Jung Hoo Lee now. Uh, Wilmer Flores is going to like be in the mix there. DH. So like he was expendable in San Francisco, and. There's like a new outfield in Seattle, which is kind of fun, you know. Hanager, they bring in Luke Rayleigh, who we haven't talked about yet, but he just got traded over there. Um, And uh, what's his name, J. Rod, in center field. So like, I I I dig it. I kind of see what they're doing there. Uh, The Mariners have a bunch of starting pitching too, so they they didn't necessarily need Robbie Ray and to get that money off the books, and maybe they just weren't convinced. Of him, I know he said. Depoto said nice things about him, as all GMs do when they trade away players. But I mean, if there is an organization and you just don't feel like it's a good fit uh, with a player, then they took the first opportunity they could to 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 get rid of him. And I think the Giants, it's, that's fine with the Giants too, because you do have a guy who can be elite when healthy, and you know, like that organization thinks that they can take these seemingly older projects and, and kind of fix them up at least. In 2021, go check Jolly's video out. That's exactly what they did. Um, I do have a trivia question for you guys, and you're probably gonna get it. Um, what's Robbie Ray's best pitch been in his career? Well, slider, fastball. That's what I thought too. It's his four seam fastball has always been his best pitch as far uh as far as uh run value is concerned, and I didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. So Look, I think he's kind of a two-pitch pitcher. Maybe they just go add a sweeper because that's what every single person does. And all of a sudden, Robbie Ray is going to be uh, an all-star Cy Young vote-getter again. I don't know. I, I-, I think it it makes sense for, for-, for both sides. Uh, I'm happy for Hanager though, uh, to go back up to Seattle because I-, I think sometimes you go somewhere and then you get to go back home to where you're comfortable. I think it could help.
0: Robbie Ray added a sinker in 2022, which is why I liked – him going into 2023, and I put him on my Cy Young votes draft, but then he got hurt. He didn't throw it in 2023 before he got hurt anyway. He just went back to straight two-pitch pitcher, fastball, slider.
2: Does what it does. How about this? 2017, the run value on his four-seamer was 22. It's elite. Uh, 2019, or, um, 17 run value. And then all of a sudden, 2020, the COVID year, Jake's favorite year right. in existence, Minus 14. What happened?
3: Okay. And then it went back up. 21, 9, uh, 2022. I mean, it's it's that's a weird thing. Yeah, I think, I think the whole thing that year he got crazy wild, and then he went to Toronto. He got with his old pitching coach, and they, they found it again. I don't know, man. No, it's funny about this free agency, and it's kind of what I said, but I, I can articulate it a little better now. Like Robbie Ray in my head, I didn't have him as like inning eater Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray has 120-plus innings pitch in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven seasons, which I don't know. I've been looking at some of these guys that we've been talking about, uh, and they're not on that boat. So I, I, if you're the Giants and Giants fans, like we mentioned jung Hu Lee and Robbie Ray, like when you start looking at this offseason, it's like, okay, we, we've added some potential talent where the Mariners fans, you know, their biggest goal has been move around salary and, like, Mix it up. Uh, So maybe there's more coming. Maybe there's not. And the whole thing was getting rid of the strikeout. So we've heard that. But I I think bigger picture, like, I got excited. Like, the formation of this show, I got excited. I thought Seattle's window was coming. It looked like Seattle's window was here. And then it looked like it closed instantly because Houston's still Houston and the Texas Rangers came on the scene.
0: Yeah, I was excited for that, too.
3: I think Mariners fans were, too. (laughs) Looking just at a little more Robbie at, Ray
0: stuff,
2: real yeah. quick. Oh, Jim. I got a little more uh, for you too. Oh, let's do it. I'm gonna go just I mean
3: go shot I for shot. Who's got the best thing?
2: Well, I think it's a little bit of recency bias with Robbie Ray because obviously he's hurt, had a bad. Can season, you say his name right? at all, Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray. I didn't did I say that. Well, that's how we say it. <laughs> oh, that's how you said. Okay, 2021, the guy threw 32 starts to a 2.84. 2022, 32 starts to a 3.71. I mean. You had you're off one year. I think that's what the Giants see in this guy, the ability to get a guy for for two and a half years at a cost-controlled, decent price.
0: Okay. My one note on Robbie Ray is a, a specul speculative, speculative, and but I just it's just a thought. You talked about his fastball, so I went and looked at the average spin rate, and it looks like maybe in 2020 when the whole Lee got caught up testing stuff out. It, it, maybe he tried something and then decided not for him because it goes a uh, nice little peak and then right back down to normal after 2020. But it's not that much, actually, when you look at it. It's like 300 RPM.
2: So he went up in 2020. Yeah, and he the went, results up went down.
0: And the results went down. So I have no fucking idea. But if you wanted to do fan fiction, you could be like, maybe he was mm-hmm. like, let me try this shit out. And then did, and he was like, fuck that. My hands are naturally
2: pretty good. I think we should turn this whole show into fan fiction. Welcome to Talking Eats. It's a dream. Like Robbie Ray, next year, San Francisco, ditches the tight pants. They're out. Nobody wears tight pants anymore. It's all about the bag. What if he comes out in just ridiculously baggy pants, just to say, I'm switching things up on you?
3: Your MLB debut pants.
2: Yeah, big ol. (laughs) Cut the elastic out the bottom over the shoe. Sometimes you hook the back spike in. That's over I never do. The Robbie Ray I know has the tight pants on underneath the baggy pants. He's going two
0: pants.
3: It's
1: a big oh, reveal. Yeah.
0: Playoff yeah. game. Double pantser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Wow. That Somebody pants him during the big day.
0: He is prepared. Well, that's Robbie Ray. That's
3: Robbie Ray. Hey, the Mets placed a couple bets on some free agents. They did. Speaking of jolly, and speaking of bets, the DraftKings Sportsbook official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs. You know we've got two uh, John Boy Media against the spread champions here. Congrats, Trevor. Congrats, myself, as always. And you can get in on the action if you'll get if you bet five bucks on any game, you get two hundred instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Talk, and new customers can bet just five bucks to get 200 insulin bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with Code Talking, The Crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Hill Casino and Resort, 21+. plus. Ages vary by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance cdkng.com slash football for eligibility, deposit, restriction, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Wow. Should we do the, the Caballero
2: and all those trades Caballero. before we get the Mets? Jake likes the Mets more.
0: Caballero.
1: Right. We, can, don't want-
3: we can chew off all the little guys at the end. Who's the little guy? Harrison Bader? Uh I mean he's roped up, dude. He is roped he's up. Seen he, his swipes? He fuck me up. He fucked me up. Mess
1: you up. Fast
2: twitch muscles. Mm.
0: Well, we got it's Bader, but it's also uh Mania. Yes. And you know, Mania's kind of been out of the like baseball fans' brains for a couple years. This dude was really, really good. I saw him personally throw a no hitter against the Red Sox. So, I was there when that happened. I jinxed and cursed the Red Sox into it. So, the Mets signed him. Two years, $28 million, Opt out after the first season. Nice. And Bader, who... Where does he fit with the Mets, Jake?
3: Is he going to be their everyday center fielder? Uh, right now, Fangraphs has him slotted in nine-hole center field. Um Harrison Bader story at this point, uh, he mashes lefties, not so hot against righties. Not sure if there's adjustments that can be made there or if it is what it is at this point. Watching him play center field is one of the more fun things I think you can see in this sport. Uh, there's a little bit of a showman to it, and there's a little bit of impressiveness. I mean, he can cover ground. Good arm, too, for a center fielder. Uh, he's He's a fine... If he's going to be in the bottom of your lineup, like you're going to get defense and you're going to get contributions, he had some big playoff games for the Yankees. Uh, it felt like he had big games when he did contribute. He feels like a three for five guy surrounded by a couple zero for four, something like that. That's just raw feel and nothing. Uh, if he's in a platoon, you love it. Uh, if he's at the bottom of the bottom of the lineup catching balls in the outfield, it's a helpful player to have on your team and maybe for one year. Um, if he can tap into something a little more, I mean, he's a guy that can rack up four e- four WAR easily for you. I
0: have a question. Sure. How much did Kiermaier get from the Blue Jays?
1: One ten and a half.
0: And Bader yeah, got ten and ten, half. one for ten. Ten. Same.
1: I, yeah, I believe ten and a half and ten respectively.
0: So I I, I think good. our guy, I think your guy Kiermaier got done dirty, Trev, and I think. Uh, you let him know that I'm upset that he, and he should have got more money. Okay. Ader's very good at center field, but Kiermaier hit last year. Strong side of the
3: Kiermaier arguably, arguably had a better year than Tay Oscar. Yeah.
2: It's, it's been interesting and, and, and frequency in general is you see this over the last, I don't know, just six, seven years, maybe even longer than that, you'll see a lot of guys come out and say, man, like, it's weird. I got the same offer from all the clubs. Like, how is that possible? How is it possible that I'm getting the exact same verbiage and offer from these clubs? Uh, so, it, you know, I'm not saying there's collusion amongst clubs. Mm. I'm not saying that. No. I would never say that. Although it's been proven, and Paul Mulder has shared many things. Uh, with me about that. He actually got paid because he was clued against. Um, it seems to me like there's probably some talks, some birdies out there just saying, hey, this is what we're going to pay. This is what everyone should pay. Um, but then, yeah, you get something like this where you know, you'd know you figure Kevin Kiermaier and Harrison Bader would be probably on the same tier. If not, you just mentioned Kiermeyer maybe a little tick above because of the season he had. Uh, but it seems like, man, when you get a price set on you, you get a price set on you. And that's why this whole Shohei Ohtani thing, I think, was was genius. Whether whether Ohtani's camp wanted to actually just really shut all the numbers down or not, because there was some talk, like Nez came out and said, like we didn't ever really said all that. That was just kind of a media thing. Uh, I think it works if you really, if teams really aren't talking and you really don't have numbers out there, uh, you know, being projected and and being leaked. I, I think it helps people out. But yeah, I I, I don't really have an answer for you, James, because that you just that made sense what you just said. So. Good for Bader. He's a local guy.
0: Gets to stay in a hometown. It's just another long line of guys the Yankees have that then the Mets get. Who'd they do that with earlier? Seven, Severino. Yeah, Batances. Todd Frazier. All this they're stuff. They still got to get Arshella. Yeah,
1: they're going to get Gio. obviously.
2: They're paying taxes on all of these numbers too like they're in the fourth tax threshold like Manaya you know we can talk about Manaya but first his contract um they're paying five 15.8 million in taxes on Manaya's salary next year so they're actually paying 29.8 to have this guy pitch for them with the opt-out so that's just for the one year and then they have the next year as well like that's They're in crazy territory right now, and I don't know what they do to get out of it. You have to get under the tax threshold to get out of the threshold that you're in, but I don't see how they can do that, especially if they're trying to sign Pete Alonso to an extension. Like They're going to have to be paying 100% on the dollar. I have a question, and maybe this is better suited for
0: the TPPs coming up. Uh, The Mets right now, Jake, Right. if you compare them to the Mets... Before last season and the Mets before the season before that. Where does this
3: stand? Um, not as exciting as last year, but where did that get them? I don't know. You know, like I. I the think, Mets not. <clears throat> the Mets still have talent. I mean, yeah, I like the Mets roster. Nemo McNeil, Lindor, Alonzo Marte. There's some young guys, Alvarez, uh, Beatty. Then they've got some potential click options. The staff right now, I mean, you're really leaning on Sanga after one year. Who was? It was an incredible year. And I, you know, the ghost fork looks gross. Like Pitch Ninja's been tweeting it out recently. I think he had an interview with hitters about it. Um, But right now, two through five in the rotation are question marks. Could some of those question marks come through? Could Quintana become a quality start? specialist again could Sevi bounce back. Manaya's got some butter knife stats that I know that Jolly was getting into, and you know he's he's pitched a lot of big league innings. That if Sean Manaya puts together a solid season, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, But there's just a lot of question marks there that um, I don't know. Right now, it feels like the Mets kind of, as they said, they're not all in on this next season. Um, I do think they want to give themselves a chance because, I mean, the 84-win Diamondbacks made it to the World Series. So if they can hang around come deadline season, uh, they'll stay in the mix. But, I mean, right now the Braves and Phillies, it doesn't really feel like a discussion. And even, you know, the Marlins were nine games better than them last year.
2: I want to stay on Mania for a little bit. We know the numbers overall not great. Uh, In San Francisco um, in May... What do they have him do? What does every pitcher do as of late? Sweep me. Add a sweeper. Add a Ooh. sweeper. He added it to his repertoire at the end of May. Hitters hit 140, 161, 163 against the pitch. They swung and missed at it 35.1% of the time it was thrown. So the Mets are obviously seeing that. He made some starts in September that were good. They're banking on him being that guy, but that's – I, I like the Mets lineup and I even like the Mets depth in their lineup, but the pitching staff is a lot of things have to work out really like everything has to be a plus in that staff or I agree. else they're going to have to continue to add. Yeah, I agree. That's kind of where I'm at with it. You I wanna- think the potential with the lineup is, is a lot of fun. Yeah, I just, yes,
0: I just, you know, I oh, thought last year they're gonna be really, really good.
2: Me too. <laughs> but one year, one year happens to teams. It does. It does. You want to cover all these little bitty
0: little bitty moves? I'll tee yes. it up for
3: you boys. We we hit Luke Riley a little bit, uh Robbie Ray's cousin. Um, who, uh an all JMU Till guy, had really like an awesome year last year. Um 19 homers, 130 a WRC+, plus and 400 plate appearances. He can play all three outfield spots and some first base. He stole 14 bags, too. So uh, he can do a little bit of everything. And I, it's an interesting because if the Rays are willing to move on, is it the Rays like, hey, we, we're turning an asset that we got for nothing uh, to turn into another asset? Or do they think Rayleigh was maybe over his head? Because he was really good last year. Uh, and they trade him in for Caballero, who could potentially play some shortstop in middle infield for him. I'll be honest, I only have uh, one image of Caballero. Him and Garrett Cole got into a, a little uh, yeah. dual last year. He's which, a menace. which was kind of He's a menace. He's the perfect Ray. He's the perfect yes. Ray. So uh, I'm dreading Caballero as a Ray. And... Luke Rayleigh uh, out of the Mariners' moves, uh, I'll be honest, that's the one that I I probably like the most at this point. Um, and then the other kind of smaller fun one, uh, our guy guy, Richie Palacios, spring training house, 21, um, traded for Andrew Kittredge, who he's thrown a lot of big innings out of the Rays' bullpen before. This is a very Rays trade and, I think, a Cardinals trade. Cardinals cash in on an asset that they um, – uh, I don't know. I, they kind of stumbled into Richie a little bit. They've needed bullpen help. If they could get Andrew Kittredge to be good, Andrew Kittredge—that's a solid reliever in the back of your bullpen. Where, meanwhile, the Rays again will probably tap into Richie Palacios. He'll be a pest, and the rest of the league will hate him. So that's uh thats kind of Jakey's around the league boop.
2: boop. All right. I—I'm uh, going to start with the Palacios and Kittredge. I was mad at the Cardinals we're doing it because I think Palacios, I mean, he played really well for them in limited time last year. And I think he's got a ton of potential and a ton of team control, but you're right. Like they just, they got him for cash from the guardians. Uh, They don't need him necessarily. Like they, they have enough depth where like he's expendable. So if you, if you're an organization and you, and you you hit on a guy and he does have, you know, a a nice couple months for you, go ahead and and, and get something that you really need for next year. Um, So I understand it from the Cardinals standpoint, you do bring in Kittredge. Uh, the Rays on Kittredge, are like, dude, we've had this guy for years, and have basically paid him nothing. He he's he has had some big innings for us. He was closing out games for us, uh, but he, I believe he's a free agent after this year. I think his so. third year ARB. So they're trading a guy in who they've just milked mm. for years, paying nothing, and they turn him into a guy they can control for six years. Like that's that's very ish to me. And they and those two guys they got Caballero and Palacios, very crazy guys, uh, utility esque uh, can play multiple positions. Caballero's stats, um, minor league stats, are really good, like hitting wise. Like he, this guy could turn into something uh, uh, like an Eddie Escobar, something like that, uh, which would be huge for the Rays because that's how they use guys. And then the whole Wander situation that we really haven't talked about. Wander Franco is probably done playing baseball. Would say definitely in done. the states. You can say definitely done. So they need a shortstop, dude. They need someone to go play. They got a couple guys there that they like internally, but if you can bring in a guy who, again, I think last year was his first year, so he has another five years of team control. Um, Getting rid of Luke Rayleigh though, is...
0: Yeah, I was just reading here. come he had, back to bite them, man. He had no options, and they have so many outfielders. Yeah. Uh, but, but they got now Walls. Who's the kid that came up for, for under Basabe? How do you say it? Yeah. Basabe. And uh this and Caballero now, who the other two are supposed to be glove first weak hitters. I think uh is supposed to be uh weak glove good hitter.
3: So Caballero yes. and Camonero now. Gosh uh, Rays. They love their Rays. Raise. That's tough. That's tough. Uh yeah.
0: that dude is such a pest though. Like he's he he can steal bases. He thinks he's, he's, like, you know, got the, the, uh, the uh, smoldering look of. Who's the smoldering brave that's not around anymore? Pache? No, who was the brave in 20? Pache
1: had a smolder. Had a smolder too.
0: There was a brave in 20- 2021.
3: Smolder brave. Oh, oh, uh, Camargo. Camargo. Yes. you on Camargo. Hot. Caliente. <laughs> Jess's favorite player. Uh, right, right, right now, six through eight in the Rays lineup: Palacio, Siri, Caballero. That's just a bad time. Like I know it's not the scariest part of a lineup you've seen, but that's just a bad time.
2: You know that came up in talks though, when the Rays were like, hey, we could, we could get this guy Caballero. Like, do you remember that fucking stare down match he had with Garrett Cole? Like, that'll be fun for us to watch. You know that came up, man. Yeah, I
3: remember is, I, I, I remember the exchange. Yeah, Caballero. Yeah, he was kind of uh, a... <laughs> oh, yeah. that guy. He was
0: kind of... You know, he was doing his thing and I was doing mine. And what, <laughs> That's when Cole threw one like 20 feet in the air, right? Yes. Yes. Over his head. I love like, that. They, it he awesome. got
2: under his skin. Well, Cole got the best of him in the end, though. Struck him out. Yeah, well, of course. He's a, he's filthy. I miss uh, high with the... Yeah, too. but all
0: the Rays have had guys that have gotten yeah. like under Cole's skin and they got the best of him. That was actually the biggest thing Cole fixed last year was... He didn't let a bad thing ruin his outing. Got him to Cy Young. Be a kid's book. Cause it's true. He even talked about it. Like, it, you know,
1: he used to... Preseason, he talked about that being, like, what, what he was going to focus thought on. Thought about it. this offseason. Yeah. Can I, can I say something that sticks out to me about the Rays' roster resource page? Sure. <laughs> uh, Yandi Diaz, 32 years old, listed as their first baseman leadoff hitter. Every other position player currently listed on their roster and all five currently listed starting pitchers ages start with a 2. I don't know what to do with that. Different no, different numbers within the 20 range there, but
0: bunch of young
3: this is a gro- This is a grosso race team that we've seen in a while. Yeah. And Johnny DeLuca, your guy. Johnny By the way, kind of roped up, bigger than I thought he was. Thick, thick boy. Oh. Uh, let
2: could we talk Luke Rayleigh a little bit? Cuz I I we didn't talk about him going to Seattle and I was just this is why I want to talk about him, okay? Okay. I, want to talk about. I think his swing fucking plays. There's certain guys that you watch, you're like, okay, that swing plays. Like it's, going, like, it's going to work. Or, like, it's so simple and repeatable that the slumps won't necessarily be there. Now, I'm not saying this guy's going to go and, and be a perennial all-star, but he has a chance, man. Like, it's the same swing that you'd see, like, uh, well, I don't want to give him this cuz I think he strikes out much more than Michael Brantley. But shout mm. out Michael Brantley by the way, retired. Congrats. One of my favorite hitters to watch. But an easy, simple, repeatable swing. And we even talked about this with a guy on the Twins, um Kirilov. Like repeatable lefty swing is going to get it done. Like this guy's going to be a productive big league hitter. How far he goes, I mean, all we'll see. What, what kind of adjustments can he make? Can he you know all that stuff? Do they let him but face lefties? You, that's the thing. That's the thing, because all, like, almost, almost all of his at bats last year were against righties, so he has to be able to do that. But he was uh, fine against lefties.
3: Hmm. He was fine against lefties. It, yeah,
2: he just didn't do yeah. it a lot, which is a race thing. But I like this. Like, it's so repeatable and so clean, and he can steal bases. Like, I, I really, we talked about him quite a bit last year, um. But I think that. If he's out there playing every single day, I think we're going to see some numbers out of him next year. I, I really, I just, I like the swing. Our final segment: Where's Snell going? Mm. Chris Rose says he's not an East Coast guy, <laughs> even though he won to Cy Young with the Tampa Bay Rays. But what you know, it's a good that's clip of you East too.
3: I think we've said that. It's a good clip. That was a good clip of my big bro. Dan Rourke's night. like, well, five ERA in Yankee Stadium, and my uncle going <laughs> at it. We've had some heated discussions as a lady <laughs> rose He's not an East Coast guy. He pitched in Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: That's Florida. That's true. There's, I, there's I sides see, to point, both arguments. Point, point C-Rose and Point Jimmy. Florida is Florida.
1: <laughs> it's different. Yeah.
0: When baseball speak, it's the Northeast. Okay. That's where you, have, like, all New your, York media, where you have all like, your, I your media. I think New York media you know,
3: gets a little too much.
0: No. Where's
3: he signing, Trev?
0: When you go when you look around, like when I lived in California and went, you know, saw the A's and the Giants coverage, and then I was like reading Yankee stuff, I was like, oh, I get it. They're promoting their team. <laughs> New York they're but like, taking them down. You don't have to pay attention to it. Well, well when I when you attention. like when you fuck up and then there's 15 reporters at your locker waiting for you, and then if you don't show up now there's 15 reporters writing a bad article about you that doesn't happen
2: accountability that. is huge yeah 100 so much John so Carlos much Stanton media. king of it yes just go say my fault I need to be better yeah well
0: for good or for worse there is a difference to it but I think Snell could handle that fine he can talk it just does he want to he's got a relaxed five but now there's rumors saying he wants the Yankees but
2: that's just nothing
3: Strowman wants the Yankees. Snell
2: wants the Yankees. Everybody wants
1: the Yankees.
3: And, Why? Go want the Dodgers. In, in January, they want the Yankees, huh? Go want the Dodgers.
1: Their agents have no reason I, not to get the Yankees. Let's, on three, all so. four
2: of us, let's say where Snell goes. I like this This game, okay? Oh, shit. Ready? Um, ready?
0: No, I'm not One,
2: ready. One, two, three. Dodgers. Chicago. Chicago. Beavers didn't say anything.
1: I muttered Red Sox. I don't know. What did you Prepare say, Trav? Yourself. San Fran. Nice. Dodgers. Did you say okay. Cubs?
2: Yeah.
0: Sure. Sure. I just, I just, the Cubs have spent a lot on a manager and haven't spent any other money.
2: Have they signed anybody?
0: No. I mean, go look but that at that one, right? Well, I mean, yes. They maybe signed 12 people that are, you don't know of. Like, they've done so Minor much, like manicuring if you go look at their transactions right now on Fangraphs, it's hilarious but nothing on the major league level but they spent so much money on a manager that if they don't get something it might be looked at as like all-time just weird weird slash weird bad off seasons ever
2: if they have a horrible season my managerial oh. take will just be cemented forever Dude, maybe that's their
0: point. Maybe mm, they're they're the saying the manager stands. matters so much. We got counsel. We don't need to go pay for the best player. Counsel will well, turn a C into an A.
2: They said that he's a in co- the, 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 the council
0: curve. So we're not we're not judging for that. All their players just got better because counsel's around. I guess. No, shout out Craig Council. You don't. You yeah, don't. Yes. I mean, you disagree. I do So guess. do I. I disagree big time. And so, yeah, like and massively so does, and disagree. So, and so does everyone. <laughs>
1: As I suppose devil's advocate situation. I suppose what the what the what they put out there is like. Well, he's a long term play. One off season flip is hard. Like he'll be there five years or whatever. Best ca- best argument I've got for him is that they're thinking okay. long term but do something cuz this is weird that's it's not, not Craig what I council's believe. fault
2: like he just went out and got double pay like that's not his fault
3: maybe that was his pitch maybe we don't need players you got Craig council that's what they said I'll play the they said he'll take yours and beat you or what the fuck I, I can I, I can make Nick Madrigal the best you ever seen shout out Nick Madrigal. Shout out. haven't seen me in the same room have you i have not
2: seen you we actually texted about that Jake that we need some weird time together haven't had that in a while you got all buttoned up on me I know look at me (laughs) buttoned up Jake
0: well that's the show it's a great show guys we canceled it we turned B stories into A stories hell some D stories into B stories
3: Take so. Montas.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna hit with Yelly soon. Starting up next week. Or this week.